Welcome to another exciting episode of Patanjali Yoga Sutra Commentaries by respected Dr. Chinmay Pandya. Each episode delves deep into a selected set of sutras, so be sure to follow along and remember to revisit any episode you may have missed. We hope you enjoy and do stay connected with DSVV by following our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages using the handle at DSVVOfficial. Pranams to everyone from Shantikunj Haridwar, Dev Sanskrit Vishwavidyale, Himalayas, India. Let us start with the recitation of the Gayatri Mantra. Mantra, as the scriptures, uh, Shastra define, is Mananata Trayateti Mantra. The power that protects the mind is called Mantra. And who needs the protection? Mind needs the protection, but from whom? From the mind itself. Because mind has a power to become its own friend and it also has the possibility to become its own enemy. We are at the driving seat. We can take our life to whichever direction we would like to take. There is a blessing in the form of human life, but there is also a possibility. A possibility that if everything would go right, our pursuit is right, our objective is sacred, our intentions are just and noble, then in the same human life, person could become like Gurudev and Vivekananda, like any enlightened soul. But there is also a possibility that if everything would go wrong, thoughts are corrupted, emotions are polluted, our intentions are not right, then this can go towards the path of decline, greed, patan, as we say in Hindi and Sanskrit. And the mantra, especially the mantra of Gayatri, provides us the path that can take us to the righteous direction, the path of sadbhav, sanmarga, sadgyan and sadkarma, where our intentions are right, our karma are right, our bhava, our emotions are right, our gyan, our thoughts, our... Uh, possibility to think and plan, everything is right. And it depends upon the power that comes from above, the power of Gayatri. And we pray to Ma Gayatri to take us to the righteous path through this piece of Vedic Mantra. Join us in the chanting of the Gayatri Mantra together. Om Bhur Bhuva Swaha Tat Saveturvarenyam Bhargo Devasya Dhemahe Dheyo Yonaha Prachodaya and welcome to everyone. We started to discuss the second chapter of Patanjali, Patanjali's Yoga Sutra called Sadhanapada. First chapter, as we talked about it earlier, was called Samadhipada. And the idea of the first chapter was to guide those kind of sadhaks who have already reached to an advanced level, who already have got the Vairagya 
and the only thing they need is the regular practice. So he gave the idea of Samadhi Yoga, which is called Abhyas and Vairagya in the first chapter. And the idea was to reach to the ultimate, the final, the most advanced adventure that a human consciousness can take. And that is the Samadhi, Samapatte, Patanjali says. And then he further classified the Samadhis into Sampragyata, Sampragyata, Sabij, Nirvi, Savichar, Nirvichar, Savitark, Nirvitark Samadhi. Depending upon the different stages, the human consciousness is reaching. But then Vyasa asked a legitimate question. He said, not everyone has got the mind like those advanced level seekers. Not everyone has got a very balanced state of mind. Not everyone has reached to a consciousness where they have to do nothing but just to do the practice. People are born with frickly state of minds. They have got unstability inside. They are worried about the mundane and simple worries of the life. What would you propose to them? So then Patanjali says, for them, the median level seekers, who needs only an action-oriented approach, they only need something to work upon. For them, this chapter starts with the first sadhan. Sadhan means technique. That's why this chapter is called Sadhan Yoga. So for them, these kind of medium level seekers, he gave the idea of Kriya Yoga. Kriya Eva Yoga, Kriya Yoga. So the first verse that comes in the second chapter is Kriya Yoga's definition. Tapaswadhyay Shurpadindhan Kriya Yoga. He says, what does it do? Like, you know, if I do the Kriya Yoga, Sahi Kriya Yoga, Vyasa asks the question, what is the purpose of the Kriya Yoga? He says, Samadhi Bhavanartha, Klesha Tanu Karanartha. Sure, it does two things. It weakens the Kleshas and it helps one to attend Samprajya Samadhi. And then comes the natural question, what is uh, the purpose of the Kleshas? What are the Kleshas? So then Patanjali gives their names. He says, Avidya, Asmita, Rag, Dvesh, Abhinivesha, Klesha. These five are the Pancha Klesha. Just like the first chapter started with five types of Vrittis, this chapter starts with five types of Kleshas. And he says the Kleshas have got a particular purpose. What is the purpose? The purpose is to trouble the Chitta. The word Klesh would mean inflicting an injury. That's why if somebody is in pain and suffering, in Hindi we call Bada Klesh or I. Like, you know, I am in a, in a state of agony and anguish. And this comes from an idea that the idea of the Kleshas to exit, the sole purpose for them to exist is to do two things. One is to distract the Jivatma, the soul, to an extent where it cannot think about nothing but the manifested world, the sansar. And that's why the first thing it does is gunadhikara dridhyanti. It helps to strengthen the force, impact, effect and influence of the gunas, the gunas of the prakriti. And second thing it does, it does parasparanugraha. Each of these kleshas, they support each other. Avidya supports asmita, asmita supports rag, rag supports dvesh. You can have rag, but they are opposite of its dvesh. So they are all supporting each other. And then Patanjali goes even further. He says, avidya kshetra muttaresham prasupta tanu vichinnu dharanam. 
that avidya is the field it is like a breeding ground in which all other kleshas that would be talked about later on can grow they can be processed there they can be marketed there they can be sold from that particular field kshetra muttresham and these kleshas they are like seeds he says like in any agricultural field you would have the crop and crop is coming from the seed and these seeds could be in four different states prasutta tanu udara vichchanna they could be either sleeping or they could be fully manifested like udar or they could be weak like tanu or they could be intermittent like vichchanna and then vigyana bhakshu also adds the fifth category called dagdhvish destroyed seed then he gives the definition of each of them in the subsequent verses he defines the vidya as the anitya ashuchi dukh anatmasu nitya shuchita sukh atmakhyati avidya seeing permanency in something that is temporary like my life my life is temporary it is started with the birth it would end with death but seeing that is a permanent thing seeing something that is impure as the pure seeing something that is a source of pain as a source of pleasure that is the whole idea of the vidya and then he says what does it lead to it leads to the first uh, second product of uh, the kleshas which is asmita and first uh, original sin you may call drik darshan shakti ekatma eva asmita the power of the seeing and the seen itself if they both both become the one if i start to confuse with what i see as my own extension if i start to think this body that i am wearing like a cloth as my own extension my own personality then asmita has taken place it leads to two problems i believe something is mine and what is mine should belong to me sukhanushai raga that creates the problem that i am running after the pleasure that my so called i would need running after that that craving is called rag and other should not have it if i created a boundary for myself i also created a boundary for other this should all come to me and but it also should not go to other that is dvesh dukhanushai dvesha and he says that there is a fifth category of kleshas swarasvahi vidushah api tatha rudah abhinivesha abhinivesh is beyond all these four because these all four are created different in different life forms different times i would take a new name new life new janma new yoni i create a new asmita depending upon what's been provided to me somebody born in the family of king would be have a different kind of asmita somebody born in a very underprivileged kind of family would have a very different kind of asmita so we create a new asmita with each and every life that we would have but abhinivesh which is clinging to the life and believing that i would continue to live and that comes with the fear of death patanjali says that is there in the smallest of the insect that is there in the kid baby that has just opened its first eye in this world it is there it is there because he says it's self fulfilling it is a proof that this is not the only life we had it's been there for long period of time we are just changing the clothes and we are just changing the bodies 
and then we keep wearing a new form, new identity, new shape. Every new life form, every new janma, we are creating a new sets of identities and that's why Abhinivesh is there. How would you deal with the remaining part of the kleshas? Because Kriya Yoga, he already said, is only doing one thing, weakening the klesha. Klesha tanu karanarthascha. What is left, that is very subtle, microscopic, that needs to be dealt with two uh, sadhans, two techniques that he called as Pratiprasav and Viveka Khyate. So he talks about them in the next two words, Te Pratiprasav Heya Sukshma. They are so sukshma, they are so subtle, they shall be dealt with Pratiprasav. Dhyan Heya Tadvritte. And the Viveka Khyate deals with their vrittis. Then comes the question, that fine, this uh, we understand all this. How these kleshas are giving birth to the karma? So then he talks about the mechanism that underpins the klesh giving birth to karma. Klesh mule karmashaya drisht adrisht janma vedaniya. That at the root of the klesh is the storage of the karma called karmashaya, which is responsible for the drisht and adrisht, seen and unseen janma life forms that we take and their experiences. Sati mule tad vipako jate ayuh bhoga and as long as he says root continues to exist, it will keep giving birth to jate, birth, ayu, span of life, bhoga, experiences of life. What kind of life I would have? This would all be determined accordingly. He says that as long as the SIM is there in the phone, no matter how many times you change the mobile set, it would remain the same because connection is there. And if you are supposed to deal with the problem permanently, cut the connection. That is the solution. So he says, this thing, Jati Ayubhoga, is coming from Karmashan. And it is responsible for what? It is responsible for the kind of experiences we get in our life. Te paritapafala punya punya Depending upon the karma that we did before, punya or apunya, good or bad, shubh or ashubh, dark or light, whatever we did before, that would bring rad or paritap, pleasure or pain. That would be the outcome. He says that there is the most beautiful thing that he talks about. He says that common person would think that our good and bad karma are bringing these kind of outcomes. They are bringing the outcomes of punya na punya. However, paranapadapa sanskara dukhai gunavritti virodhancha. Now comes the best line. He says dukham sarvam evvivekina. For those who have reached to the ultimate state of the consciousness, they have got the finest understanding. They have got no confusion about how this world is operating. They have understood all the mechanism behind it. They have reached to the final stage of Jnana Vivek. They have got the Pragya. What they understand? They understand Dukham 
sarvam iv vivekina everything is dukkh whether we get the respect or rejection whether we get the love or hate whether we get the anger or admiration they both are the same both are the same whether we are chained with the iron chains or we are chained by the gold chains makes no difference we are chained bondage remains the same qualitative difference is the same we all are prisoners just somebody is a prisoner in the gold chain and somebody is a prisoner in the iron chain and we are happy that oh you have got iron chain and you have got gold chain <laughs> that's just idiocy and stupidity we all are chained the only solution is the liberation so he says then first thing that we talk about today he says first thing that needs to be understood if you understood oh that everything is suffering that why the dukh is there he says we can do nothing about the dukh the suffering that had already taken place so here comes the first verse of today he says heyam dukham anagatam heyam means eliminate dukh means suffering anagat means which is yet to come suffering that is yet to arrive he hasn't knocked at the door so far he shall and can be avoided that's the idea of the yogi this is the most important verse to remember we can do nothing about what has already taken place people are mulling over their lives about the things that's already taken place we can learn from it but we cannot change it he said it is also not possible to change what we are suffering now because it is already manifested the seed has erupted so we can only weaken it but we cannot destroy it but the one that is yet to arrive that seed can be destroyed and that is the effort of the yoga that is the purpose of the yoga that is the purpose of the tap to destroy which is yet to reach to a state of fruition it is yet to manifest we can change that we can change the course of action of that possibility which has still not turned into reality that is the whole idea of the indian spiritual tradition that we call as the yoga and tap heyam dukkham anagatam fine everything is dukkha we understand fine we understand that everything is suffering but we are not talking about it because we are pessimistic we are talking about it because we are realistic we think that fine everything is dukk then what can we do about the one that has already taken place nothing what can we do about the one that we are suffering right now not much but we can do everything about the one that is yet to arrive so let's change that he says but before we change that understand what is the reason for that suffering to take place so he says drisht drishyo sanyogah heya hetu drishta that is the jivatma that is the soul that we are truly inside that is our true consciousness that is the one that is supposed to be witness drish is the manifested word is the prakriti it is the manifestation of the prakriti all around sanyogah sanyog means connection hey ahetu is the reason for this suffering to take place that is the cause cause is because we were supposed to see it as a movie 
but somehow we got involved. We started to think this is happening in my life. It's only a picture that is taking place all around me. And somehow we keep getting involved into it. We keep getting involved into it through our sentiments, through our thoughts, through our imaginations, through our planning, through our sankalpa, through our determination. That's why in Gita Bhagavan says, Sarvarambha Parityagi Sarva Sankalpa Visarjita. The one who has understood that this world is nothing but a movie taking place. What he does? Sarvarambha Parityagi. He doesn't begin anything. How can I begin anything? When everything is happening through the Prakriti, Guna Gurena Vartante, only Gunas are talking to Gunas. Who am I to get involved? So he says, Sarvarambha Parityagi. Sarva Sankalpa Visarjita. And he get rid of all kinds of Sankalpa. Then whatever flows through me is a will of divine consciousness that comes from beyond the Gunas. That is not from the Gunas, but beyond the Gunas. It comes from the other side. That's why if you remember in the chapter 1, when Patanjali is talking about Pragya, he says Pragya is arriving from the other side. Ratambhara Tattva Pragya. Then comes the Pragya that is coming from the other side. And when it comes, it brings doubtless knowledge. Because anything that is within the perimeter of the Prakriti can never be absolute light. It would always have. The Sat would have little bit of Tam. The full light would have little bit of darkness. And this can only happen if we have transcended it. So he says this connection where we are supposed to sit in the cinema hall like a, like a viewer and somehow we started to think that we are the participant. That's the mistake that leads to the whole idea of feeling the suffering. Because for a suffering to exist, we need to perceive it. And moment we start to perceive, we become the part of it. Like in Gita, Bhagavan says, Kshetra Chetragya Sanyoga. He uses the similar analogy. He says the Kshetra, this world is like a Kshetra, agricultural field. Kshetragya, the Jivatma, is the farmer. And if farmer starts to think one with the agricultural field, it becomes the reason. It just, it, they become the same. They are so enmeshed that they forget that I was supposed to be separate. And that's why the ultimate purpose for spiritual practices is to attain the spiritual freedom. The spiritual freedom is the realization of our true consciousness, is of our true self, is what I truly am. And Patanjali begins with this. Tadadrashtu sarupayavasthanam. Then once it becomes the true drishta in the uh, third verse of the first chapter, he says, then you become the drishta and drishta would do what? Swarupe avasthanam. Then it is seated in its true consciousness. Nothing can disturb it, nothing can perturb it, nothing can deviate it from its destined path. So he says, heyam dukkham managatam. That suffering that is yet to arrive can be changed. And what is the reason for suffering to exist? Drishta drishyao. Sanyoga he he tu. Then comes the question, what is drishta and what is drishta? So he gives the definition of drishya first. The manifested world that we call as the sansar, the world, the reality or whatever we want to call it, the prakriti, whatever we see, feel, this tangible, physical 
यूनिवर्स इज दृश्य एवरीथिंग इज दृश्य एंड ही डिफाइंस इट ही डिफाइंस एंड इट इज वन ऑफ द बेस्ट डेफिनेशन यू वुड फाइंड एनी वेयर ही सेज प्रकाश क्रिया स्थिति शीलम शीलम मीन्स स्वभाव शील मीन्स गुण शील मीन्स द नेचर प्रकाश मीन्स लाइट क्रिया मीन्स एक्शन स्थिति मीन्स इनर्शिया नॉट डूइंग वन Rather than using the Sankhya terminology of Satrajantam, also Gita uses the same Satrajantam. Patanjali has used their qualities. He says the quality of the Sat is Prakash, light, bliss, full of clarity, and the quality of the Rajas, Rajas, activity. That's where the word Raja, like king, comes. Whenever, like you know, people want to do something. the ambitions the action the desires they come from the raj and tam is inertia nescence is darkness so not only the darkness not only the inertia of action but also the inertia of thought that is the tam so darkness to light there is a spectrum from matter to consciousness there is a spectrum from nothing to everything there is a spectrum and these is this whole spectrum is filled by the three gunas of prakriti प्रकाश क्रिया स्थिति शीलम ही सेज द प्रकृति इज रन बाई थ्री गुणास वॉट आर द थ्री गुणास प्रकाश क्रिया इन स्थिति भूतेन्द्रियात्मकम भूत इज द ग्रॉस एलिमेंट लाइक यू नो द पंच महाभूत एंड ऑल्सो इंद्रिय आर द सेंसेस सो भूत इंक्लूड्स नॉट ओनली द ग्रॉस एलिमेंट्स बट ऑल्सो द सटल एलिमेंट्स लाइक तन्मात्रा इंद्रियाज like senses are not only the gyanendriya like not only the senses of cognition but also karmendriya the senses of action all this atmakam consists of so it what it says it says it has the nature of the three gunas three gunas wherever they are prakriti is there that's why if somebody transcends the prakriti we call trigunatit he has gone beyond the three gunas and it has it consists of bhut indriya gross elements and how would you perceive the element through the through the indriya so their combination he says it consists of that bhog apvarg artham that's the best line then why does it even exist for either of the two things either liberation or for experience either you become part of it or you become out of it you cannot be both at the same time either you become the parmatma where you are beyond where he says that karma daksha sarvabhuta divasa sakshi cheto kevalo nirgunasya i was never touched and i could never be touched by the prakriti either you go completely beyond you go beyond the gunas of prakriti or you are inside but you cannot choose to be both prakriti can never be on the other side and become purush and purush can never be on this side and become the prakriti once you are in it then you are bhoging in the state of bhog or you are out of it then you are in a state of apurg he says drishyam this is drish this is the manifested reality where three gunas are talking among themselves giving birth to the gross to the subtle elements and then this continues to exist for two purposes either you experience it or you liberate yourself from it that is drishyam
and then in the next verse he that should be considered as the continuation of the last verse in the next verse also he just defines it he was also making a bridge between the sankhya and the yoga darshan so he just defines for those who go for a much more categorical classification of the sankhya so he says for them vishesh avishesh lingamatra lingani guna parvani these guna that prakriti has they keep giving birth to other the ultimate absolutes are the vishesh and then avishesh are there then um, lingamatra and linga are there so those of you who may not know it they can see the sankhya karika in the sankhya karika the whole idea that how world came into evolution is there and they use the analogy of churning of the milk so when milk is churned then it gives birth to yogurt and other such things and then you can make toffee and then you can make the chocolate out of it or you can make the other products from it but the immediate evolute that comes from the churning once you do it that he talks about that once you do the immediate churning the first thing that comes out of the milana out of the conjunction of purush and prakriti is what mahatattva that is called buddhi it became aware of itself moment it became aware of itself came the asmita came the idea of ego then came the sense of self who am i and then from that asmita ahankar came the man manastattvas came and from man came the indriya senses came the gross elements subtle elements so there are you reach to a point where it cannot be further divided that is vishesh you cannot further divide it like earth fire like all these they are the absolutes you cannot further divide them water it cannot be further divided so this has reached to the ultimate state that cannot be Uh, further divided in terms of the prakritic classification and other side is the purushan prakriti so from that to this end patanjali says that everything that comes within vishesh avishesh lingamat lingani guna parvani this all also is there in the drishya that is there in the drishyan he gives this classification because somebody may say okay i can only see this side manifested reality i cannot see the tanmatra i cannot feel like you know the panch mahabhut it makes no difference even if they cannot be felt and perceived by you as long as they are product of the gunas interacting with other gunas they should be considered in the drishya they should be the part of the drishya anything that came out of the conjunction between purush and prakriti drishta and drishya chetra and chetragya all should be included in this classification so today we talked about the reason uh, or the way the dukh that is yet to arrive suffering that is yet to arrive can be avoided that is heyam dukham anagatam and what is the reason drishta drishya sanyoga he he to conjunction between the two then he defines दृश्य प्रकाश क्रिया स्थितिशीलम भूतेन्द्रियात्मकम भोग अपवर्गार्थम दृश्यम एंड देन ऑल्सो ही कंटिन्यूज इन द नेक्स्ट वर्स ही सेज विशेष विशेष लिंग मात्र अलिंगाणे गुण परवाणे दैट ऑल इज द पार्ट ऑफ दृश्य देन वी विल टॉक अबाउट द दृष्टा इन द नेक्स्ट डिस्कशन थैंक्स फॉर पेशेंटली लिस्निंग
we end by doing the shanti part om deo shante rantarikshagvam shante he prithave shante rapah shante raushadaya shante vanaspataya shantir vishve devah shantir brahma shante sarvagvam shante shantireva shante sama shantire Om Shantihe 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 Sarvarishta Sushantira Bhavatu Hamare YouTube channel Shanti Kunjak video Gayatri Parivarko subscribe karein even bell icon zarur dabayein taaki Gayatri Parivarki vipinn gatividhiyon ki jankari aapko milti rahe.